Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Films Narcitude, this is Real Spoilers episode 499, inching ever closer. Oh man. Are we going to announce what 500 is at the end of this episode? I think I will. Okay. So, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, man, this is tough for me. Uh, well, we should probably should, introduce should, ourselves yeah, first. I, yeah. we'll this is Brad. This is Joe. And this is Tom. Uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. And, of course, check us out on Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. And while you're there, join our group called the league of show share so yes. uh there that's all that okay now scary stories to tell in the dark this is a, this is a tough movie for me uh so the there's it's a three volume this is based off three volumes of uh scary stories basically to tell in the dark uh so they got that part right yes yeah my theater was dark <laughs> so <laughs> they achieved yeah that. right right um but man i gotta tell you this was hard to watch i agree it was boring uh, with the exception of the actual scenes where they tell the stories, right? But the I wish they had gone with just a straight anthology. I yeah. said the same thing. Like and I thought that's where we were going for a moment when yeah. they find the book that we're just going to get the stories, and then their their thing would be some sort of wraparound, right? And we'd be good. That's and, what this should have been. Yeah. yeah. It, it, when when movies like VHS and VHS two are as good as they are. Which was I don't know if you've seen those, but those I'm are not. <clears throat> I've seen the first one. They so freak me out. <laughs> they're great. So the there are these two anthologies. There's three total, but the one and two are the best. Uh, that center around like somebody breaks into a house and they find the stack of VHS tapes, right? And they just start putting in the tapes, and it's just like it's found footage stuff basically, and they're just telling these stories through the tapes, and then something happens to the main characters at the end. Okay. And that's what they are. So, like, the second volume uh, has stuff So it's like by, the Twilight Zone movie. Basically. Kind of. It's got yeah. Gareth Edwards does a, does a short, uh, the guy that did Godzilla and The Raid. Uh, I think Ty West does one. So it's like those new... Uh, Adam Wingard does one. I didn't realize those were like little mini movies within yeah. a movie. Yes. Oh, I didn't yeah. No, and they're no. really good. Yeah. yeah. Succubus and the first one, that one. Terrifying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're like the second one. To me, the second one's the best one. Really? Uh, but they're, it's a very good little. End. So that's what I thought this was going to be. Yeah. Is kind of like the never ending story where you've got a kid finding a book and reading the stories in the book and then just telling, you know, 
whatever happens. That is not the case yeah. with this movie, unfortunately. Uh, they they give you a plot. And no, I use the word plot very, <laughs> very loosely. Uh, so we're we're not in Hill Valley. We're in Mill Valley. Yeah. Which is I'm just like, you jerk offs. Like, don't do that. Uh, where you've got these three kids who are kind of outcasts. It's 1968. We should probably also we should, say. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like 1968. No, none at of the performances all. are from 1968. I, yeah. I, I don't know why they did that. Like, I don't. Like, you could set this movie at any time you wanted and just say, oh, it's a creepy house. I did think it have something to do with the do- the dodge drafting at the end where what the, the hell was that about? <laughs> I, I mean, I think I I think all I mean they could have dodging. I said that backwards. Yeah, <laughs> they. I mean, they could have done anything to to find some sort of a a, a plot point that could have filled. Oh, that it's end. 2019. Yeah. yeah, politics can do just about you know. That's, well, especially when you know the kid they're talking to is Mexican, right? Yeah. But um uh, but I honestly think you're going to see more of this. What do you mean? Uh, movie set in the past to get around What's one hap- key component. You mean the current state of things? No. Smartphones. Oh, that's true. Okay. Smartphones yeah. would totally change everything about this movie. Oh, there's someone chasing you? Filmer. Right. Oh, you, you, you're about to get didn't text me. You wouldn't need that walkie-talkie. That they sense. could communicate better. Yeah, that's I think, true. I think you will see more and more movies set in the past to avoid the fact that smartphones resolve almost Everything. any plot point <laughs> so I have a th- that we have. I have theories about a Friday the 13th movie. Okay. Where it's they're in the, the forest, right. but their phones don't work. There's no reception, so they can't use their phones. Right. That was, that was my that was my idea to get around. Oh yeah, like it's a it's a you, big you go, problem. Yeah, I, I agree. There was somebody that started like a Tumblr or something, and it was all about Seinfeld episodes that wouldn't work today <laughs> if because of cell phones. Is Tumblr still a thing? I don't know. Yeah, it is. I think. Okay. But I know they got but, rid of porn. I was like, well, yeah. you just killed your whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so. I know. He's like, they got rid of porn. He's like, oh, is oh, that I got still rid around? of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I mean, cell phones would solve so many problems in this movie. Yes. And and yeah. I, th- I I honestly I think that's part of why you're you're seeing that now. If uh, if I was looking to avoid cell phones and I was going to set this movie in the past, yeah, I would have set it in 1981, the year that the books came out, right? Like make that's it a period true. piece of the period in which people were discovering these books for the first time. That's fair. Like yeah. why they set it in the 60s, I have no idea. Like it's and like yeah. That's that's the whole thing. Is like somebody so got can, the rights to the song "Seasons of the Seasons Season of the, the Witch." Witch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, we want this kid to wear a letter jacket, so let's put him in the sixties. Like that's as far as we've thought this through. Yeah, um, and they still had him in the eighties. I had yeah. one. Yeah, I didn't, but that's because oh. I was a puss. <laughs> <laughs> they existed. I just didn't somebody, do anything to earn one. Somebody stole mine, and I was like, you know, it's got my name like embroidered on it. Right. So I don't know what you're going to do with it. But it's that's one of fine. your cousins. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it could be hundreds of suspects. <laughs> right. It's the, true. Italians. the Italians. You're almost as bad. And we as the all Irish. we all have the same names, so yeah. it's fine. Uh, yeah. So this movie kind of starts off uh, with our. I'm trying to think. It was was our main character Stella. Stella, and she's like her dad is like their mom left. So yep. like her, she's a hermit basically, where she has like these two friends, and that's it. Uh, and it's coming up on Halloween, and like the dad's like, "Hey, are you gonna go out for Halloween?" She's like, "No, I'm just gonna stay in." I was like, 
That was a really good Stella. Thank you. I felt <laughs> Trust like, me. It's, it's, like, it's, wow. it's, it's almost yeah, it's, on par with what she Zoe was doing. Zoe Coletti on the podcast? <laughs> I only know that because her name is Oh, I was like, wow, that was really good. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> so basically, they, they ha- there's this weird subtext with Nixon and the war and the, dra- and the draft. I'm like, what the hell are you trying? Like, why is this in this movie? Yeah. I don't understand this at all. And I was trying to figure out. I was like, well, what? Are- nope. I have no idea why this is even being brought up. Yeah. Because uh, I guess we're about to go to Vietnam or we're in Vietnam. We were in Vietnam. I mean, we went to v- Vietnam technically started under Kennedy. That's true. No. Yes. Kennedy sent the first troops over. Is there. that right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And uh, um, I mean, it wasn't very big, but that's what kind of opened the door. Got it. And then Lyndon Johnson was like expanded. <laughs> Blew we were it up. All, there were Literally. already there were already troops over there to like help train Okay. Fighters or something. And then once they were already there, it's so much easier to just, well, just send more. Send more. And now you got a warrant. Right. But we did. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like I don't, it, it added nothing other than to provide some context of when, what it, time we were in. And some weird motivation for the characters. I guess. You know, and some, and some, uh, lazy exposition, basically like, oh, these police officers like Nixon, therefore they must be bad people. Right. You know. Right. Which I like. Didn't he win by a, a landslide in the yes. first one or the second one? Uh, no, the first one was the closest presidential election until Bush Gore. Okay. Uh, and a lot of people think. Um, no, wait, he lost to Kennedy. He lost to Kennedy in the closest election okay. until Bush Gore. Okay. And then when he won the first time... Did, wasn't it a landslide? Uh, the second time was a landslide. I don't remember about the first time, but the second okay. time, that's what it was. that was what part of made the Watergate break-in, so, like, in retrospect, so silly that it was like, the election wasn't even close. <laughs> like, you didn't need to do any oh, of I that Oh, I see. Stuff. Right, 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 right. Like, right. he was going to win quite handily. Right, but he, you know... Yeah, did what he did. And also, if you want to learn more about the Nixon investigation and Watergate, there's a wonderful podcast called Slow Burn. Oh, okay. Which uh, digs into how Watergate uh, brought him down, like the the machinations that took place. Well, there. and it's let's add and it's my list really right good. I thought and it was Forrest Gump that did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was Woodward and Bernstein. <laughs> and, and it and 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 then the season two is. About uh, the Clinton scandal. Oh no! And it's really good. I got to tell you, given what the most recent news of yesterday, yeah, that could only get crazier. Yeah, you know. But uh, the Clinton one is also really good because it also shows you it it how it leads directly into the political issues of the day in terms of oh. you you see the people not liking Clinton and rightly so in my opinion, <laughs> uh, but how that led to them so coalescing that they would like anything that didn't also like clinton oh i I see yeah yeah like it big it became teams instead of beliefs right 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 right. yeah so anyway yeah those those are really good i've I've just subscribed to it yeah yeah uh so so yeah so stella and her her i do they go out for halloween and i do like where the one kid the doubles down that he's not a clown he's a perot yeah, and I was like, I like this. Kid. All right, I like that kid. I think this kid's the highlight of the. Film. I agree. I agree. Yeah. He's very stuffy, but in a good, in like a funny way. Like, right, you know. And then the other kid, <laughs> who like he gets the costume, he's like, no, 
I said, I said Spider Man, <laughs> yeah. and like he's not he's a spider. he's not a man. Like he's you know got it doesn't look like Spider Man at all. Right. It's definitely a, a way around having to pay the rights for Spider Man. But I, I did like this part because in 1968, like his mom wouldn't know who Spider Man is. I guess Spider Man's only four years old at that point. Right. Yeah. So like it would have been something that only kids. Knew right. About, right. That's you know? true. That's a good point. And she's going out as a it witch. It would have been the equivalent today if, like, you're telling your a kid telling his parents he wants to dress up like somebody from Fortnite. Yeah, right. You want to be a, <laughs> fine. How, yeah. what, what does that look like? Right. Okay. Uh, Forknight. Forknight. Doesn't that lead to violence? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so they go out on Halloween and they have this plan to kind of, like, corner the jock jerk, I guess, who is... It felt like the movie's a little... Like I'm assuming that these that these guys have bullied these kids, right? But and so this is their vengeance. Yes. But you never. I don't know that they ever really spell out that. No, no. they don't now, spell out anything. When you see <laughs> when you see how the kid reacts, I think it's safe to assume that yes. he's been a bully this whole time. But like they really like you're really just kind of relying on the fact that well they're nerds. He's a cool sport guy so they he, then he, they don't like each other he must be a jerk yeah he must be a jerk must yeah. be a racist jerk yeah. uh so they go out on halloween they kind of trick the the jock guy and his buddies into like somehow he throws a flaming bag of poop into this guy's yeah, for, car start with eggs for I kids think. who aren't oh, jocks yeah. they're yeah. really good at throwing i gotta eggs. tell you kid had a hell of an arm yeah, yeah. yeah like, the accuracy <laughs> is off like you should have gone out for football my friend yes like i don't think you'd be in this position if you would put that to yeah good use. you could be out kicking nerds asses <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they 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 do this they mess up the kid's car just like biff like i hate manua yeah um so they they run away they he's like you know they they get to this haunted house uh, and they end up telling the story of the girl who lived in the house who wrote these stories, and they're very creepy and scary. Uh, and I gotta, man, it is just this is just a slog. Like I am shocked at how not good the this, these parts are. This movie needed first off to be way shorter. I agree. Yeah, there's like, no reason for this to be two hours long. Yeah, and it but it wasn't. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. <laughs> it's 108 minutes. Ooh. So, it's it's yeah, it so could have been 90 minutes. It felt minutes. like two hours. <laughs> it was yeah. So, uh, it's an hour and 48 minutes, but yeah, it should have clocked in at a tight 90. Yep. And it would have been way better because yeah. when you get to the horror scenes, those are good. I thought that those were fairly decent and gross and they've got some good stuff going on, especially for what is essentially a kid's movie right like it's um i thought this was going to be the step up for goosebumps right and this predates goosebumps it does but but i do think over time it's kind of become when you're too old for goosebumps Mm -hmm. but too young for stephen king this is where this is your sweet spot you this you yeah scary stories is Mm -hmm. where you is where you land and so i felt like cinematically that those scenes of this movie like they they it fit that yes you know like it's it's scarier than like you know i don't know clock in the walls or whatever right right but um there are legit scares and the creatures are are, creepy gross and creepy and practical and yeah and so it's like i i liked all that aspect it was just everything you had to go through to get to them right what were you gonna say brad I don't even remember. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you mentioned Stephen King, and I thought that this, I mentioned in my review that it felt like a diet lit, or it, like yeah. a losers club. I can see they, that they, for sure. They yeah. wanted to go for that vibe, but they just didn't have the like, talent. The, <laughs> the talent, <laughs> yeah. I guess. But, but it, it didn't click as, 
and I thought that the the monsters looked good, but they just they crammed them all in to tell quick right, stories right. that just didn't have any anything to to keep me interested in no. it. Like I thought they looked good. Yeah. But like it was just okay, we're gonna do Harold now. Now we're gonna do the thing in the hallways and that's out of and, order, but and no, I, I think Harold and then the, the toe and then uh and I I felt like spider bite. that was the part the move the filmmakers were interested in. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, why I'm mystified that they j- didn't just go with an anthology. It would have been like much better. and just tell us three individual stories and call it a day because right. like those are the only times that the movie comes to life, and so then just give us that. And and this is not directed by, but produced by. It's written. He's got a writing credit. Oh, too. that's right. He yeah. did have a writing credit yeah. on it. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. That guy I, is quickly losing his luster for me. I, yeah, I like looking back. Like he's made movies that look good. Yeah. I don't know. That he's made a whole lot that I'm like really f- completely engaged me. Uh, I think so. I really enjoy Blade Two. But that's which I've never seen. Oh, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh but again, like that's not entirely him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's a West that's the Blade follow up to Blade when it was like He you know, didn't have the clout yet. No. To I think yeah. The Devil's Backbone is a fantastic ghost story. Okay, I've not seen. It's very good. Uh, the Orphanage is also very good. Orphanage is good. Uh I I don't care for his Hellboy movies. I don't. Yeah, I've see never. The appeal of I didn't, those. And I didn't like the Hellboy comic. Oh, I do. I, 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 you know, I have the you know the first few series of yeah, that, I and I'm glad because they're worth a lot of money. They are now. But yeah. uh, but I was just at the time. I don't like, know. After that David Harbor one, they may not be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, they, I just did not. They did nothing for me. Yeah. But. Okay. And then uh, Crimson Peak was fine. Like it looked good. Yeah. Shape of Water is a piece of crap. I, don't, I knew you I, guys were gonna bring that one up. I, <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> oh, so bad. I did not like. There's there is no redeeming quality. You know what, what's redeeming about that? The ending. Yeah. <laughs> she f- has sex with a fish, Brad. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Defend yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the boys yet? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I have. And what happens in that movie? Or that movie. show? In that show? Everything that should have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like uh, there is, I, I know he was involved with the Hobbit and didn't he was supposed do it. To do, yeah. He was supposed to do those. And I was really looking forward to, but I don't think that could have been kind of cool yeah. to see his take on that world. Uh, so I, I feel like he may have his, his fingers in too many pies. Like he just doesn't, he, I feel like he doesn't focus on one thing. Like as soon as what, like he was supposed to do a justice league dark movie. And I was like, all right, like yeah. Constantine and the Swamp Thing and, you know, Zatanna. Like, I could see, like, that could be really cool. Well, then it's, like, just sitting there because he's too busy doing 70 other things. So it's, like, I, I you need, to, for me at least, you need to, like, correct this ship before it's too late. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, you've got the you got the Oscar for Shape of Water, right? Like, did he win? Yeah, yeah. no, he won. Yeah. yeah. Director he won and picture. For, for that. And then, yeah, that's a movie yeah, that won. That's, that's yeah. something that occurred. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but, like, I get that. Like, you got it. And yet, Ron but, Howard got nothing for Splash. Isn't that weird how that works? Yeah. Same goddamn movie. Just reversed. And I guess she wasn't a fish when she when he had sex with her, though. <laughs> Yeah, they she at had least legs. got that part right. <laughs> she had legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess he had legs in Shape of Water. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so there, he needs to figure this out yeah. before it's too late. Uh, so, yeah, so they, they, they read, they, they take the, they find the book, they find the secret passage. Uh, they basically get stuck into, 
like the bully shows back up and locks them in the basement. Yeah. Uh, so and since Stella has taken the book, uh, the ghost of this character like lets him out and then they go about their day. So they just, she starts reading, she opens the book and it's kind of like Death Note. Yeah. Where like the the stories start writing themselves. Uh, so the first one we get is uh, Harold. Which is, I gotta tell you though, that Harold was creepy as f. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I was like, yeah, that would scare me. That's totally fair. Uh, Although s- as a scarecrow, horribly ineffective. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. That's a true. <laughs> There's a crow sitting right on his head. I don't think you understand your job, Harold. Right. <laughs> yeah, you've got one job. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so we've get with the the drunk jock kid comes home and his mom kind of gives him the guff about being drunk and not getting the eggs to wherever yeah and apparently he decides it's a good idea to walk through the the cornfields like you know it's nighttime yeah like, you have no concept of where i guess he maybe he does because it's he's it's going his home it's doing his thing i guess if it's your home though like you've probably done it all the time that's like, true mean, then you he know. have to walk through them to get to the chicken he's, coop yeah well i thought he had so no, like, a, like walk across an inefficient layout. <laughs> yeah, probably. <but laughs> Where are you going to put the chicken coop on the other also, side of the cornfield? <laughs> he was also drunk, though. Like you said. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, Harold kind of like this is the story. This is one of the stories from the book. Uh, I think he may have he may even be on one of the covers of the book as well. Um, he's attacked by he, he kind of he hits Harold earlier in the movie with a baseball bat. Uh, and now he's attacked by Harold. He lets you know through dialogue that I've always hated you, Harold. Yeah, for <laughs> no like, What did the scarecrow ever do to you, yeah. man? Like, well, he's just do, hanging out. But I think that was the way of the movie to tell us that like each of these monsters is going to be something that they've dreaded as kids. You know, yeah, like and it very was, much like it. Yeah, and, or like the scarecrow, <laughs> the scarecrow, and Batman. Oh, sure. Like he yes, would yes. use the gas, the fear and, gas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, he ends up like Harold jumps down and he's chasing the, and it's very good. This is a, yeah. These are the scenes that are good, uh, yeah. where he's, he sees him kind of off in the distance and Harold kind of attacks him. Uh, and the kid kind of starts puking up straw, uh, straw. And I was like, that's super gross. Yeah. <laughs> that's real gross. Uh, and then the kid like disappears and yeah. nobody can find him. Stella and Ramon kind of start to have this relationship and they realize that this kid has gone missing. So they go out to the kid's farm and they find a scarecrow that looks very similar. This is wearing his jacket, wearing his jacket. Because yeah. So it, she reads the book and she sees the story of Harold start to like write itself. And the, they realize that the kid's name is in the book. And so they go and look and there he is hanging Ta-da. out as a scarecrow. So the problem is, is the the vehicle to get us to each story is bad. So like there's really nothing to say other than like them trying to figure out how to break this curse, but they don't really figure out how to break the curse. You know, like there's, this is, this movie is so frustrating because I thought we were going to get something. They've been hyping this thing for a long, long time. Like I don't remember when it was actually announced, but I feel like it's been years since this thing was announced and you know like like i said this was this was a, a big thing for me is in my teens not early teens reading these books and being scared out of my mind uh and then we get these garbage this garbage movie um so they start to realize that these books are these stories are being written and then uh but it's only affecting the people who were in the house at the time uh when when Stella takes the book right. so the next one is uh, Augie, where Augie's home and they're reading the the big toe. Yeah, and this is 
gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, and kind of like, uh, what was the shark movie? We No, the alligator. Crawl. 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 Yeah. Where, like, they tried to force this relationship on us. But, like, oh, you know, you, you need to care about the, the daughter and the uh, the dad and, like, their strained relationship. I was like, I, no, I don't. Yeah. I need to worry about how that kid, that girl didn't get her arm ripped off when that gator chomped down on it. And she's not bleeding. Um, so they do that with, with Augie where like his parent, like it's his parents are divorced and his mom's seeing this dude and like they left him behind. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care yeah. at all about this kid's strained relationship with his mother and the boyfriend. Yeah. So he goes to kind of grab some dinner. And I don't know if that was really like supposed to be character development or just a plot device for why this why kid is a- home alone. Oh, I can see that. That makes sense. Uh, so yeah, so they the kid he's like we don't have any food in the house and he's like I'll just eat this stew that magically appeared in the fridge uh, and I was just like Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> this seems like a bad idea because somebody on the phone or whatever it's says she's on, she's on the walkie talkie with yeah. with Stella and she's like it's the it's yeah. writing the story right now and like don't eat the stew don't eat the stew and of course the the story of the big toe which was like one of the more popular stories out of those books where a woman. I'm pretty sure she is like tending to her garden and she finds this toe and she hacks it off and she throws it in the stew and they eat the stew or whatever. Well, the ghost comes back, whatever that was attached to comes back to the house and says, I want, you know, where's my big toe and then ends up killing the family in the house. Same thing happens in this one (laughs) where like Augie eats the stew. And of course, like I thought they were going to like tease it. Where he like he was start to eat it and then right. he would like answer it. This kid straight up puts a toe in his mouth. Right, a gross zombie toe. Yeah. I wonder what Quentin Tarantino <laughs> thinks about this scene. <laughs> he was like, "Why didn't I think of that?" With his foot fetish. Yeah, he's like I don't know if I should be grossed out or turned on <laughs> or both. I'm very conflicted. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, so this is actually really I liked this a lot. Where uh, he realizes what he's done. The book. He kind of hangs up on the on the radio. I guess you can't really hang up on a radio, but drops the radio, and you see the the zombie kind of come up the steps <clears throat> and like round the corner, and just like the silhouette in like the moonlight. And I was like, yeah, dude, like this is this is what this movie should have been. Right, like, this entire thing should have been like yeah. When they these get little to ten this minutes, stuff, it works. Yeah, these little ten minute you could do you could do all four stories in ten you know ten minute increments. Yeah, and then you're good to go. Uh, and it's interesting they start picking off these kids, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, our main characters, nobody's safe." Yeah, like so they, you know, the Augie thinks they do some great scenes where like the there's a banging on the door and nobody, you know, nobody's there. Where Augie kind of like slides out from underneath the bed, and just the way it's shot, right? So it's shot like here. I say here, like you're gonna look at you. It's <laughs> audio medium. <laughs> So Augie kind of slides out from underneath the bed on his back and the camera is looking up like above the bed frame. And then you see kind of like Augie's head come up and he, there's nothing there. And he lays back down. I was like, all right, that's pretty tricky. Like you're doing the jump scares without doing the jump scares. You're building the tension. And then he ends up getting like pulled underneath the bed and from the wall, from side, the, from the wall side. Expect it, right. Exactly. They set that up with he's looking around where she'd be coming to the door. He's got a clear view of the door, but um, and he's just kind of hiding where he doesn't want to look around right 
there's nowhere for her to go, so he has to expect that she's on the bed. So the angle that you're talking about, he comes out and he looks up on the bed. There's nothing there. Then suddenly he gets pulled through the wall. Right, right. <laughs> I actually saw this with Brian Spath. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> that's Kevin's thing. I, I think. And he was like, man, that bedroom's really big. Like, where, yeah. did, where did he go? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Stella and Ramon kind of run over to Augie's house, and uh, they kind of, uh, the cops are apparently are already there. Uh, and I do like that. So and then Ramon at the same time is like, I don't want to be around the cops. I need to get the hell out of here right it's, now. They, they they establish early on that they're just jerks to him. For, yeah, the I cops guess, are for, already for just being a minority. Like, really. like basically like, why are you in this town? He's like yeah. Rambo. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like in Rambo, they were just like, Rambo, Ramon. Rambo yeah. <laughs> but like even in Rambo, like I never understood that in that movie where like Stallone's just walking through. He's like, I just want to get something to eat, and I'll be. I'm just cutting right through. No big deal. And Brian Denny, he's like, No, you're leaving. And then I was like, Well, now you you all deserve to die. Like that's <laughs> stop being jerks to the. I guess he was a Vietnam vet too. I guess yeah. Was he? What was he well, a Vietnam vet no, in the book? In the book in Rambo? Yeah. Or is yeah, he in World War Two. No, I think it was always a Vietnam thing. Okay. Because they wouldn't have been like that to World War. II, I guess that's but, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since he's a Vietnam vet, they're like, Nah, man, screw you. Right. Man, that new one. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So Ramon does kind of have a run. Like, so the jock kind of beats up on his car and uh, spray paints some ethnic slurs on the car. And even the cops like, so you're going to get this fixed and get the hell out of town. Right. He's like, yeah, that was my plan until <laughs> this guy destroyed my car. Uh, so the cops aren't on these kids sides anyway. So they go to the house and they kind of like move the bed and you see like nail. Yeah. Nail lines underneath the bed. Which like is that something? Marks. Is that something that like we as people can do on that wood floor? I don't <laughs> think you can. Well, I think it's the whole point is that like, oh, you would only do it by causing yourself great pain. But I don't think your fingernails would stay in long enough to create those lines. Yeah. That long. No, unless you get like a dirty floor, picky, maybe. But yeah. I'm, I'm just like, it is one of the it is that. one of those tropes. Where I'm just yeah. like, that, nope, that's not it. like I would I would appreciate if it was just like like a, like. A two like centimeter, something, like well, something. not even like two centimeters, and there's your nail. Yeah, like which is probably what would happen. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So then they realize that the book is writing these stories, and they are killing their friends. So then I think the next one we get is the spider bite. Oh yeah. Um. I yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. That's right. Rolls into her. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the the sister of oh, not yeah. Spider Man. Oh yeah, the yeah. other kid. That's right, Chuck. A Chuck. Yeah, Spider uh, Monkey. Spider Monkey. <laughs> spider Ham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's like the you know the theater kid, and she's got like the this thing coming up where she's I guess she, she's the lead in this thing, and she's got this Giant. awful yeah. awful look. Like it's not so bad at first, but just it, well, it as is soon as they introduce it, ha- having never read these books, oh, I'm yeah. like. I'm like, well, this is going somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the co-star is. looks at her and goes, it "Goes, you need, you to, need to do something <laughs> about that. <laughs> like, it's that like is gnarly. Shady way. Or, uh, yeah. Yes. So, uh, and I think it was, I think the story is called The Spot. And it is, like, it starts writing and Stella sees it start to write. And they re- they think it's going to be about Chuck. And then they realize it's the quickly that it's the red spot. Yeah. yeah that it's going to be about chuck's sister so they haul ass to the school and they they get there too late and like so that now they've introduced this other thing where when i guess is it sarah is that sarah the name? Bellows, sarah, yeah, sarah yeah. bellows where like her ghost is going to attack this person like they do it kind of like the frighteners which if you haven't seen that do it ah uh, that might be guillermo del toro too the frighteners yeah 
What the? Is that the Michael J. Fox? And oh Jake no, that's Busey? who is Peter that? Jackson. Peter Jackson. That's okay. Yeah, which is fantastic. It's a great movie. Uh, where like the shadow of Sarah Bellows yeah. would kind of like you know be turn off all the lights because sure. ghosts. Uh, so like this, the sister is kind of mucking with her face, and this thing is getting this pimple is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was like, man, this is gonna be gross. Yeah. And I'm fine with being gross. Like, <laughs> let's just keep doing this. And finally, like you see this, you they zoom in on it, and you can see something move like inside the the thing. I was like, yeah, I don't <laughs> like spiders anyway. <laughs> this is the worst. A little leg pops out, and it, it could be misconstrued as a hair. But then she goes to touch it, and it, <laughs> yeah, moves. And it moves. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this thing explodes on her face, and all of these spiders start Just pouring out of her <laughs> face. Uh, and so, like, actually, thinking about yeah, it. I know it's super <laughs> gross. Uh, so, like, they get there and they throw water. They throw water on her, it's like you know, to get the spiders away. Uh, and like, they, they were gremlin spiders. Oh no! Yeah. And they reproduce. <laughs> That's the worst. Uh, but she becomes the first person that survives. That survives. Yeah. But they put her in a mental hospital. She's crazy. Yeah. She is crazy because, for now because yeah. she had spiders <laughs> yeah. on her. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, spiders on you would be gross. I don't want spiders, spiders coming I mean, out of your face. It's going to be traumatic. I don't like, think it would, like, put me in a home. No, I don't. Maybe she's fragile. Maybe. Well, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so she's got, like, this gnarly scar, like, open wound on her face where all these spiders came pouring out. Uh, but, yeah, she does survive. And I was like, well, like, you just broke your own rules. Yeah. Like, if we're going to kill these people, like, we have right. to kill these people. Um, so... Now we realize that I'm trying. Do we get to the hospital or do we put yeah. do we put the kid in jail? Right, like they, they happen could, around the same time because they get split up. Oh, okay. right. you're I, right. I they think. do. They uh, why are they going to the are they going to the hospital to to get the records for Sarah? Bellos. That's right. Yeah. That's right. See, that's the problem. Is like you don't need any of this. <laughs> yeah. Again, they, they hear have a this recording. Whole, I think, of, but they have this. That's what it is. That, but it turns really out that like <laughs> they go to the newspaper, yes, and that's where they find out the backstory that like the the Bellows family was poisoning the po- somebody poisoned the water hole, <laughs> yeah, uh, and Sarah was the only one that knew the truth and was going to spill the beans, so they locked her in the basement, and then she got into witchcraft, yeah, something like whatever. That. There was a recording at some point in the movie where you can hear one of her family members talking to her and it was so badly like yeah. the dialogue was so bad but it was supposed to be more information for you to be on Sarah's side right and right I was just shaking. that's the problem is like I don't you don't need what are you doing you know what I mean like Goosebumps did it right like Goosebumps said okay these books are real right but we have to keep them locked away because they're so real and like I guess they they made but it guess just that- cartoony enough and and Goosebumps was trying to be funny. Yes, because Goosebumps the fir- I haven't seen the second one, but the first one was really good. It was really good. Yeah, it was a good. I didn't see the second one either, but like that first one is very good. Uh, where this one is like, it's not funny. Like they don't they take themselves. And they're seriously. not trying. To they're be. not trying yeah. to be. I mean, sometimes it is funny, but I laughed. <laughs> There's one big laugh out loud moment when the when the janking man comes out and yeah. pieces and he shoots the head. You're like you gotta be shooting. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I did like, I like was, yeah. I threw my hands. And I was like, like, there we go. There's something entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so they go. They figure out that like Sarah Bellows was a setup. Like she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. She was actually going to blow the whistle on this entire family for poisoning the water of mill valley which is just like why again why would you call why would you get so close <laughs> to hill valley uh the people of hill valley don't want to be associated they do not yeah it's, 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 it's the town next to hill <laughs> yeah. valley uh 
so yeah so they go they they figure this all out they go back to the house and try to put the book back they try to burn the book and of course the book's like nope not gonna happen i won't allow it uh so they they have to go to the hospital uh is their next step to kind of like break into the records room yeah which i gotta tell you the red room the red room and i was yeah. like oh yeah what are we doing? Oh, this is weird <laughs> <laughs> they're a little young yeah, yeah. for the red room be know. hanging out <laughs> for a christian Sorry, gray the R- crossover the yeah. red room yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we should say that like Augie, not Augie, but Chuck has been having dreams of inside the red room and this woman, yeah. uh, down there as well. So well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> uh, he's at that age. He is, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I guess porn back then was just like, oh man, there's Playboy. Like Sears catalog. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> the, uh, like the, the Madonna the, pointy bra. Yeah. The bra <laughs> section of Sears catalog. That's all you had. That's at the, oh. National Geographic. Well, no. Well, you're in a Playboy. Come out. Yeah. 65? But it was going to be pretty hard to get back then. Is that for right? kids, that's true. Yeah, that Marilyn Monroe issue. That's number one. Yeah, literally, it's the first issue they put out. Yes. Um, so they go to the hospital, and they the the staff there is the worst. Yeah, uh, pre HIPAA. I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's just like, I mean, nobody really wants to see any of it. Like they're all dead. Can we just look at it? They're like six to eight weeks, and I was like, I'll just walk downstairs. Yeah, like, and uh, they do walk downstairs, and man, they find that Sarah Bellows box. Quit. I know, right? <laughs> it's just sitting there, marked cerebellos. Like it's very easy to find. I was like, "Wow, that was impressive." This seventy-five-year-old thing, yeah, <laughs> just hanging out. Like somebody may have, you know, read it before. Uh, so they start reading the articles, and they're just like, "Okay, they shocked her, and they did all kinds of awful stuff to her." So maybe the only way to break the curse is to get her truth out there. And I'm just like, what are we doing? <laughs> so Chuck gets separated from the group uh, and he ends up. This is a very again, like these scenes are super effective when we're going into the story. This right. is the one I was most looking forward to from the trailer because I was like, that's creepy. It's it, super it, creepy. It, yeah. All practical. Yeah. Like, that's why I think it adds. The only thing that's not practical is the janky man. But some of I, it is. Oh, is it? Yeah, I watched a video on, on Facebook of the making of the monsters, and there's a guy that's actually oh, interesting. doing stuff. I'm sure a lot oh, of it's CG, well, cool. but he was he was flipping around and doing all this okay. stuff that okay. was really interesting. Um yeah, so like they Chuck is down in the the, the alarms are going off because they know that like I guess that's a thing in hospitals back then when in somebody the records break, room. Yeah, right. Yeah. When somebody breaks into the, the alarms are gonna go off. Yeah. Uh so and then the Chuck is in like this four way hallway where like he's in the middle and you've got four different like avenues to get out and at the end of each hallway you see this woman i guess uh completely nude but like uh, she had some kind of like white gown i think was it yeah Yeah. i thought it was kind of just like anamorphic where it was just like she was nude but there was no nudity you know what i mean like she had no genitalia right um, it's just kind of an amorphous blob. Yes, yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe it was. I, um, I thought she had a gown. Of, she could have. Yeah. That's possible. But like the the her skin tone was like bright white, yeah. and the stringy, gross hair, and uh, almost like a Mike My- Michael Myers style face where there's no characteristics. Like it's just blank. Yeah, just a big smile and, and, a, and black eyes. Yeah. The devil's eyes, if you will. Uh, that was a Halloween reference. <laughs> um. And like this is this is super effective because Chuck every time he turns around like she's just getting she's closer kept, and yeah. closer and closer and closer. So like they they did a really good job of building the dread and like the claustrophobia of Chuck trying to get away but not being able to. And finally like I, I so this must have been in the second book and I've never read the second book. Like I only had the first two vo- the 
first volume and the third volume. Okay. So this must have been a story in the because I've never heard this story. Uh, where she like she kind of hugs him, and I was like, ew, yeah, gross. And then she absorbs him like into her. So all you see is kind of like Chuck's arm, like being sucked into this like obulus thing. <laughs> and then like I get and then so our two main are Ramon and Stella come come running down and they see this happening, and then I don't know they get knocked out. I don't know. Do do they see it happening? I think so because that's how they know that Chuck is gone. Okay. And then some, like they wake up and like standing over, standing over them are is like the nurse and the yeah. cop and a doctor. So they get arrested. This is where we find out that for whatever reason, Ramon is dodging the draft. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, this is such a weird plot point for a movie that's supposed to be for teenagers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You could tell me that not a, teenagers, but kids like tweens. Yeah. Tweens. You could tell me that a 13 year old knows what have dared. Well, they may now considering how often we've heard it about a certain person in <laughs> yeah. office. Uh, but, like, the, they, they do, they double down on the fact that, like, so Ramon's brother went to war, and they shipped him, they're like, yeah, they shipped him back in boxes, and I, I don't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. But then we get to the end, and he does it. And I was like, what are we... All right. I was so checked I, out. I took that. it <laughs> as, although, that, like, you know, after this, war is nothing. I guess that's true. <laughs> After looking at the the Wendigo or the Mitai Totai Walker, which is one of the ones that like we would read, you know, it was my sister and I. Uh, one of the things that we bonded over was horror. Like it was one of the, like we hated each other, but <laughs> like horror horror movies and horror scary stories were, was one of the, were one of the things that kind of like were like oh, I guess you're all right, yeah, like you're cool. But like the the Mitai Totai Walker was one of the ones that I would read repeatedly and i was like out of all the stories you have they they have the man with the hook on his arm like the hook yeah. is one of the stories I was like do that one yeah that's a great story no saving a little something <laughs> for the sequel yes. and they want one like they, they definitely clearly yeah clearly. i can't believe how hard they set up for for a sequel we got to get them back and, then, <laughs> and that's what i was alluding to earlier with the sister was that like suddenly she's okay now okay and yeah in the back of the truck and Just ready to hanging out with a giant yeah. spider scar on her face uh so, so yeah, they they end up getting put in jail. We find out that Ramon lied about his last name, and he's a draft dodger, but he's really scared about his brother. Uh, and he says that, like, my my fear is going to be this story. And then all of a sudden, here comes, like, the head. I thought this was great. Like, when the head rolls down uh, from the chimney, and the cop is the same way. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> and then here come the other body parts. And, like, so... Uh, the cop ends up getting killed, and I was like, "So there's no adults. Like, we're just gonna kill every- everybody right. you thought you cared, like, except the, 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 with the exception of the dad and Stella and the sister. Like, we're just gonna kill everybody, and that is that just seems like a weird, a weird tone to go with, right? To murder everybody. <laughs> He's like, "We'll find them. We'll go find the people. They're dead. They're not dead. They're maybe alive somewhere." I was like, "I don't. There's got to be a way to bring them. There's got to be a way to bring them back." <laughs> Hopefully not in a sequel. Yeah. Well, clearly, like we said, that's what they're shooting for. What did this movie make by chance? This is Wikipedia, but I don't think it's been updated yet. Its budget was $28 million, Okay. But according to Box Office Mojo, it made 20 It came in number two this week behind Hobbs and Shaw. Which did what, out of curiosity? 25 Okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we should maybe touch on the whole Universal thing maybe a little bit of them pulling the plug on that uh-huh. one movie. Due to the the vibe. Oh, the 
the hunt, yeah. the hunt. Someone like, but it, Matt, Matt Reedy makes a very Matt Reedy on the page. The only reason we're bringing this up is just because of the budget. And I'm curious as to like how much Universal is actually going to eat this, or if it's going to if it's going to get released at a later point. Who knows? So the premise of that movie is they have. I I assume that it is like people who were outspoken against the current state of the government. They round them up and they somebody hunts them. We don't know who hunts them, right? But th- that's the premise of that movie. Uh, Universal has pulled pulled it from the release slate. It's a Blumhouse flick, so I'm always curious if like Blumhouse can take it and go somewhere else with it, or if Universal is... You know what I mean? Like If right. Blumhouse produced it and Universal is just distributing it, can Blumhouse say, we'll just throw it on Netflix? I mean, I don't... Yeah, I don't know what the... Because if Universal mean? already paid for it, then it's they can do whatever they want with it, I suppose. Uh, I guess that's true. I liked your idea on the page, though, Tom, with when you were referencing the interview, where like, yeah. they, they pulled that out of theaters, but then on s- digital and streaming, like it did fairly well oh, yeah. because yeah. of all the hype that was around it. Right, because everybody wanted... It was funny, because back then, the people's attitude was, well, we're just not going to let some world leader dictate to us what movies we can and can't see. Isn't that weird where we are right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so, but then Matt Reedy on the page also brought up an interesting point about uh, Ready or Not, which is kind of the same movie, but it's you know like it's the That's the Mark good buzz too. Man, I gotta <laughs> tell you, every time I see a trailer for, it, I was like, that looks great. <laughs> uh, the Margot Robbie lookalike being chased down by an affluent family, oh yeah, which looks f- like a lot of fun. It looks kind of like uh, uh, a, a higher budget. You're next, yeah. But uh, but it's interesting how both of those movies kind of have the same premise, and one of them is like, "Yeah, we're going," and the other one's like, "No, we're not." Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what that you know. Yeah, I I I don't know what to make of all of it because it's like I also can't help but think that there's some twist that makes that movie a little the hunt the hunt maybe a little cleverer more clever than that. Oh, I think that's but true. Also, like, and the difference between that and the purge would be like I there I, is no difference. I, I just don't get. Yeah, because, it, it, it's a scary point. Yeah, when somebody says, "Don't put that movie out," and then somebody's like, "Okay, yeah, you got it. We'll let this sit on the shelf." Like now, you know, people want to talk about free speech, and that's one of the things that movies are. Yeah, and then you're shutting it down. So anyway, back to this garbage movie. <laughs> um, so they the the I thought it was supposed to be the Wendigo, but it's not. Like it's just this. It's Ramon's fear that uh, it's a story that he was told as a child, and he basically says. Uh, you if you buy me if you can get to the house buy me enough time I'll buy you enough time Ramon saying to Stella to get the truth out there and we're good to go so she does they somehow they manage to get like the of course oh the cop just happens to land just close enough where they can get the keys off yeah. of his yeah. dead body <laughs> um, so they get out Stella kind of races to uh, the old house again and she goes you know figures and stuff she's Sarah Bellows is there like the ghost is there and she says look I'll tell you I'll tell the truth I'll tell him exactly what happened I believe you but you got to stop doing this uh there's some pretty good scenes where like Sarah like the uh Stella's kind of transported back to the old times yeah it's like they're in the same physical space but like she's kind of like in a ghost world right and he's he's in the not. real world yeah so like he can hear i do there was one scene where like he finds her glasses yep. and i was like that's kind of cool like i like this concept of like yeah she dropped her glasses in the past and he finds them in the future yep. like i thought that I was like that's kind of it's kind of like what was that uh keanu reeves movie 
with the stupid note, not the notebook, the the, the mailbox thing. Where, like uh, he put the, the letter in the mail, the lighthouse, lake house. the lake house. Yeah. Yikes! Never seen it. <laughs> it's for the best. It's, you know, it's he's one of those actors where it's just like, man, you righted that ship. Yeah, <laughs> you were doing some garbage movies, and you figured you're know, like, oh, I'll just do this crazy action movie. And he's oh, riding a high wave right now. <laughs> take it, man. Take it. Like I guess it's the event. Like he did the Matrix, and he's like, I don't really have to work anymore. <laughs> yeah, totally. so I can just do whatever I want. I kind of wanted to see that one with him with Noah Ryder, just to see how bad it was. Where like they go to the wedding, like they're the they're the two odd people out at like a wedding. Okay, they end up like getting together, like as friends. But I don't know. It's one of those weird things. Where I was like. This looks really bad. Yeah, but I don't I know if I've heard it. of it. There's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Bill and Ted 3. That's all I got to say. Uh, so she gets to the house and she she sees what happened to Sarah. Uh, and she's like, I will tell the truth. I'll tell your story. I'll get it out there. Uh, but you just got to trust me and I will you know, trust you and blah, blah, blah. So finally she says, oh, Okay, <laughs> and everything goes away. Like for whatever reason, because she Her believes okay is a big scream. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like you're gonna trust this fourteen, fifteen year old girl to get your story out there? Sure. Why not? Um. So they do the whole thing, and then Ramon, uh, gets shipped off to Vietnam, where he's just like, I mean, I just survived this weird, creepy guy. So yeah. what's the worst could happen? Oh, jungle rot. That's the worst that could happen. <laughs> or I could die over there. I feel like that's pretty bad, too. Um, and then so she gets she writes the story in the school paper. Like, if you're trying to get somebody's truth out, I feel like the school paper isn't the one to do it in. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Like, yeah. Like, like maybe, maybe try some- to get, like, national news or at least, like. The local paper, yeah, not your <laughs> local. Your school's newspaper. Something people might I actually wrote read. For the school oh, newspaper. did you? <laughs> and, and Apologies. I, no, none taken because I know nobody read that. <laughs> there was we called her sister Mary Kodak. Like we would, we would write articles and then we would go back and read them. And I was like, she edited the crap out of my article. Like <laughs> I didn't say any of this stuff. Uh, she's dead now. <laughs> well, even if she wasn't, I doubt she listened. She maybe she'd be yeah. like, oh, he was such a good writer. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so they she goes and she tells the story and I guess that lifts the curse. But all of her friends are still dead and her not boyfriend is being shipped off to <laughs> Vietnam. I was like, your life still kind of sucks. Right. Yes. Like, you are you are not winning here. Yeah. Uh, so the dad like her and the dad kind of have like a come to Jesus talk where Stella like I guess the mom left, but they never give any reason. So Stella is stuck with this guilt that it's her fault. Right. And it's like, why? Like, did she give you a reason to make it feel like it's your fault? No, but, but I, I guess, will say kids tend to make sure. every, you I know, guess you, you would know. Yeah. <laughs> my kids didn't because I made it very clear. But uh, <laughs> this is not my fault. But it's kids, not your fault. Kids do have a complex propensity to blame themselves for when parents leave gotcha. or get divorced or you she know, was they had done something differently you know. oh that's fair but yeah so then the they decide to investigate more with sarah bellows in this book yeah but i'm like if you just exercise the demon uh doesn't that negate the book itself well because they want to go get their friends back but I don't. Can you? That's like, the I, right. Like I, you, you sent the the ghost away, right? Who was like the key to figuring out the rest of these stories? I also feel like it's kind of an end run around like, oh, you just killed two kids in this movie, and a, yeah, two kids, a police officer, and 
I guess that's it. Yeah. But like, yeah. But the police officer was a d bag, and then the first kid they killed was a d bag. So it's really the oh, two. Oh, three kids. Yeah. That's true. Three kids and a police officer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes, it was just kind of like, I don't. You just gonna drive? Okay. Oh, and we have the crazy girl in the back of your car now. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, because her brother got swallowed up by the creepy, uh, obulus <laughs> ghost monster. Uh, yeah. You say that word twice today. I did. I'm yeah. going to use it as much as I can. I don't even know if it's a real word. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it is. I think the word you're looking for is nebulous. No, like, uh, like, no, it's not nebulous. Because doesn't nebulous mean like. Are you thinking blob? Blobulous? Added, yes. Like, that's like, yeah, like blobby. I don't know. Uh, it would be funny if it, Tom's like, no, it is a word. Because <laughs> he is kind of oblong. It's on Urban Dictionary. I'll take it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Does it mean what I'm trying to use it as? Uh, a slang term for Vietnamese. Why do you? No. no I'm oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> it says obulous sounds like nebulous, but with non spatiatric meaning that's totally how i mean it oh wow used yeah. to make a you. joke at nothing than to give an excuse to laugh directing the laughter at someone rather than at the joke what <laughs> an indirect <laughs> it is urban dictionary it says an indirect way to laugh at someone and say you were laughing at the joke oh so you're basically making fun of someone but you're like i was making fun of you i was making fun of the joke you just told yeah well that's not how I meant it. Oh, well. <laughs> blobby. She's blobby. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's just like, again, like this is not worth it. Like the, I am. I'm so pissed that this turned out the way that it did, because this was like my sister and I both were like when I told her this was coming out. She's like, I'll believe it when I see it. And that trailer came out. And that trailer that was first really teaser. good. Well, yeah, because yeah, there are there's about <laughs> oh, yeah, 20 right. minutes of this movie that are really good. Yeah. So it's just, I, I cannot recommend this yeah. at all like don't waste your time i think if you've got kids that want something scary go like, go do go do goosebumps you know but goosebumps isn't scary how I, I feel like i feel like at the right age i feel like i mean goosebumps was funny yeah goosebumps was like funny an action movie yeah with a with a horror plot you know or you know the 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 mechanisms of a horror movie that's but true it was really more action comedy where you know, if you want something, you you don't know if your kids are ready for the Conjuring. You throw this at them, and if they're good, then let them watch the Conjuring. Well, watch Monster Squad. Yeah, That'll be all right. No, you want them to <laughs> you want them to grow up normal. I don't know. I feel like Gremlins has some has some good horror yeah. beats to it. Yeah, I yeah. would agree with that. Uh, so yeah, this is it's it's a mess. This is not good. The, the I will say the the ten to fifteen minute. Ten minute like horror sequences, story sequences are fantastic. Yes, like that's the best part of the movie. Yeah, the vehicle to get us there is is atrocious. Yeah. Uh, so skip it. Yes. You got to worry when a lot of times when movies that are coming out in mid August. Well, it's not mid August yet, but like August. I like totally the, agree with uh, you. You know, it's like our, my first question was like, if they wanted the most out of this, why not? release it in october because there's bigger horror movies coming out in october, october there are and which you, is it light basically and if you put it out now it will september. hit vod just in time for ah, halloween is sense. my guess that's a good call yeah it's a good call but yeah i so we've got what we've got it and there's a couple other like big horror yeah i don't remember what but it's but the yeah. big one like yeah. that, that's gonna make you know, three so hours much long? money good oh, bring God. it on it needs to be yeah that's yeah. A, that's a thing is like i'm glad that's that one it's where hours. i'm like it needs to be like, yeah i totally agree that's a big story to tell. Well, 
I so I've tried to avoid those trailers altogether. Yeah, and I caught one like at the beginning of something, and that whole sequence with her, the old lady, holy and, yeah. guacamole! Yeah, I need to hope. I wonder if I can get through that book. Stephen King. So I mean, it's book. a big book. I'm yeah. trying, I have it on Audible, and I, yeah. I need to see how many hours it is. But uh, it's a big book. But it's also like Stephen King's pretty easy read. Yeah, like I mean, he I burned through Pet Cemetery pretty he quick. So. R- writes in a a tone that's borderline conversational. I don't mean I'm not bagging on him. I think he's a really good writer. But but that it's not like some writers just have a very dense style yes. that makes it difficult to get through their work and you got to read it in a different the, way the, the born guy yeah those books were a slog yeah yeah so but anyway don't see scary stories yeah go read them <laughs> honestly go pick up the books yeah that you can buy it you can buy them on amazon as Holy singles cow. we've gotten to a point where joe is <laughs> <I know. laughs> a book. yeah what you can happening? get them on amazon you get them in three volumes you can i'm sure there's a hardback that has all three volumes together uh those are way better than what they did here out with the wrestling references in with the book references. Look like at that. <laughs> you you want to open that door? No, no. Let's have, get today, today's SummerSlam. So yeah. this episode will never end. Don't, you don't say that in the last three minutes of the Sorry. episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Brad. You can find me on ReviewSTL.com. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And uh, if you want to find the show online, please do so at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Also, don't forget our Patreon account at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, where for five bucks, uh, you get all sorts of bonus content and the joy of knowing you're helping out. That's so, right. Uh, that's it for this one. Coming up next week. Yeah. Episode, mm, episode 500 500 so uh that's that's something it is that's something to add to your linkedin page yeah <laughs> and uh so next week on episode 500 uh-huh. we will uh get the gang back together all five that's the plan uh, kevin blake dan will return yep. and we are going to brace yourself re-review man of steel yep wow so going back to episode one yes uh do I, a little re- real spoilers rewind it would be funny if i ended up liking oh it my god it's gonna be so great <laughs> i don't think it's gonna happen but <laughs> but it would be funny yeah so uh, i guess you know it'd be interesting to, to rewatch it now that we have gotten the other ones yes yeah so we'll find out so anyway, that's what you have to look forward to. And I don't know, we'll probably have a movie of the week, maybe Good Boys. Yeah, I think so. I really want to see that I movie. Do, yeah. I do as well. So. We're, we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Trantor is killed by a kiss on the nose. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. 
And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com code SUPER24.